When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Your rankings always differ from the consensus. I wanted to start with your process and just what, you, what you're looking for and uh, how you go about looking at these draft quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, and, and my process, I'm always trying to tinker with it, you know, and, and do that. Um, and, uh, you know, even last year, I wasn't thrilled with my process and I felt like that maybe led to some some underwhelming year of quarterback rankings right but the, my, my big thing I think at a base level is hey I'm, I'm big into yeah just you know talent traits elite traits things like that that's the first place I jump off from right so that's where I go and then I as you go through, you start to watch film and go, oh, okay, hey, decision-making. How is he in that department? How's his feel for the game overall? Okay. Oh, wait, he's got a great strong arm, but is there versatility in it? Does he have some other clubs in the bag, right? Does he do that? You know, then, you, you know, okay, there is a versatility. Is there versatility in releases? All right, certainly some of that. And then I'm big into, you know, within the decision-making, you know, did you take advantage of all that was there to be had, right? You know, I know I, I was on teams, and, and we all do this, where, you know, you grade a quarterback, and you go, oh, okay, he got a four-yard completion. That's a positive. But as so many times, and this happened to me as later in my, in my career, where, hey, yeah, you give it a positive grade, but, hey, there was a 20-yard in-cut open. And you, I know you got the four-yard completion, but we had a chance for 35 down the middle here, and you let that go by the, by the wayside. So I'm big into taking advantage of all that's there to be had. And then um, when there's nothing there to be had, what do you do then? And that's also another little, you know, added incentive that I try to look at. And then, of course, you then build in, hey, what's around them? Who are they playing? You know, what's the advantages they have because of who's around them and who's coaching them? And you try to do your best to kind of formulate all of that and put it together from there. It's interesting that you, you said sort of right off the bat that, you know, you're big into traits. And, and that's something I think that you can notice from looking at your quarterback rankings down the years. And we were sort of talking the last couple of days about almost discovering that we have a type, right? Whether it's quarterbacks, wide receivers, right. whatever it is, you yeah. suddenly start yeah. realizing that you're you're drawn to all the same kind of guys. For quarterbacks in, in particular, do you sort of look at the way the league has gone recently? There was a bunch of these sort of traits, toolsy type guys work out almost consecutively. And then, you know, maybe the last couple of years it started to go back in the other direction. But like with that sort of ebb and flow of traits and things, does that kind of make you 
think about that year after year or do you just sort of this is the kind of guys I like and sometimes they're going to work sometimes they're not well, I think a little bit of both there. I, I mean, you're spot on, Sam. I mean, you really are. And and you know, I but I try not to go wait, right? Like let's say Joe Bar Joe Joe Burrow. When he was coming out, I wasn't like, "Oh, this is the fastest guy ever. This is the greatest arm ever," right? I wasn't like, "Oh my gosh, it's lasers all over the field." But I just went, "Damn, it's just the decision making and all of it together right. is perfect there." You know, so uh, uh, that was a year where maybe, you know, Justin Herbert had the strongest arm. And, you know, I think most people would have gone, well, I'm shocked Sims didn't make him the number one quarterback. All right. Well, you know, there, there's a point there where I go, hey, it's a strong arm or he's really fast. But, you know, holy crap, he can't play the freaking game. So what's the point <laughs> of even having the, the strong arm or the great legs? But, like, always evaluate that. And I do think that, you know, there's times where, hey, playing the game, decision-making – Quickness of the release, yeah, maybe is something that I got to, hey, these guys are showing that their ability to get better as a passer is more of a thing now than maybe it was 15 years ago. And I think that's adjusted my thinking a little, Sam, to your point. You know, the other problem, too, and I think you're probably, you guys are probably in this, sometimes you can't meet these guys, right? Yeah. You can't meet these guys. You don't know what really makes them or what they are as a human being or as a person. And when it's like that at times and you're doing it all off film, then that's where you can get maybe swayed by traits more a little bit more than maybe you should at times. It's interesting. You have, I would say, more access to these guys than we do through, you know, the stuff you do with NBC and stuff. How much does actually meeting these guys in person, talking to them face to face, how much does that go into your rankings? It, well, I know. Like, see, the quarterbacks this year, I didn't get to see any of them. And right. a lot of the years I haven't been able to, there's been some years where I got to meet them and say hello. And, and that does give you a feel, you know, and I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back here, but that is one thing where, you know, my upbringing being around, you know, Lawrence Taylor's of the world and Harry Carson's where I go, well, I know what an outside linebacker is supposed to look like. <laughs> and I know what a, you know, and so that's where the look test, it can be, you know, somewhat, uh, there's some stock into that is what I'm saying. You know, I, I can look at the guys and, and meet a few defensive ends and I'm not going to name names or whatever, but you go and you get done with the combine and you met him and he interviewed him and you go, well, I don't know that guy, people got this guy rated high, but man, his body would scare me or his demeanor would scare me just right off the bat. So there is some things to get clues there. Uh, I wish I got to see it more. I wish I got to go to pro days more. It probably helped me more, but that's the way it is, and, and so be it. And I do my best with, with what I got. So Sam and I were kind of talking about that when it comes to quarterbacks when we were at the the Super Bowl, right? And we're all there, and it's you know the massive media room. And uh, right. Carson Palmer walked in one day, and uh, Ryan Leaf is, is running around, and Chris Sims is running around. And it's like, wow, these guys <laughs> are uh, Boomer Esiason, right? When we first yeah. met Boomer, it's like, dude is way bigger in person than you even realize. Right. Right. And and it's like I could understand how an NFL team might just sit down in an interview and be like, that's yeah, that's what it's supposed to look like, it, for better or for worse, right? Like that's yeah. that's going to sway you, um, which brings me to Bryce Young this year. Yeah, well, it's sort of harder for you, you know, because you're six ten, you're a giant amongst everybody. <laughs> but I know exactly. how you know to look down amongst people. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, I know. I know you can you can put yourself in the eyes of the little people, but but for people like me who are normal sized human beings, right, five eleven, like one hundred and eighty pounds, I am looking up. Again, you know, to all these quarterbacks who are like 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", they're all huge. 
And then Bryce Young is my size. And <laughs> right, like right. suddenly when you see it next to guys like Carson Palmer and Ryan Leaf and, you know, these prototypical quarterback size people, it really does make you go like somebody in the NFL is going to look at those two guys side by side and go, no, no, no way. It can't happen. Right, right. No, I, I do. I think there's, 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 you know, I think the league has changed a little bit because of, you know, the quarterback position. Hey, the game can be a little more spread out. The quarterbacks are more protected. So, you know, having that quarterback that's 6'4", 235 is not as important as it once was. You know, but but yeah, I still think there's teams, and and listen, I'm one of these guys too, that I, I'd be scared to have a quarterback that size. I don't know if I could actually pull the trigger on it. I don't know if I could. I'm a little old school in those thoughts. I do put the value in some some of the size things that quarterbacks do, throwing within the pocket and all that. I know there's you know some some uh, curveballs or some ones that buck the trend every now and then, but. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think there are going to be a few teams in football that look at Bryce Young and go, man, I like the way he plays, but I just can't come to terms with ever really putting that guy at the top of my board with those size limitations there. What do you think is the biggest issue with size? Is it the – we? I, I think the, the most overrated thing that we hear is batted passes. It's like that's yeah, not no, the issue, right? Yeah, no, it is. You're exactly right. But right. – but, what when you see size, is it the durability aspect? Is it the vision aspect? What is it about size that you think is the biggest hindrance? Yeah, I think it's the you know durability. Of course, how can that not concern you, right? But then I think just think purely on the football field, the thing where I see it the most, and even like in a Bryce Young or a Russell Wilson, right, Kyler Murray. All right, I'm going to give you a, the, that when the pocket closes in. And quarters are close. I see very few big time awesome throws from those guys at times. Where then I go, then we could take Brady and Herbert and go, I could show you a bunch of throws in every game where they got people hanging on them and at the pockets the same way that I explained for the other guys, and they just uh and throw a 20 yard out route or a 15 yard in cut. So that's where, you know, size is a skill. I think sometimes it does get you know, a little brushed over with the ability to, yeah, throw over the line of scrimmage, see over the line of scrimmage, and then because of your size and your levers and the hands of your the size of your hands and all that, you don't need as much effort to maybe throw the twenty yard out route as the guy who's five ten, one hundred and eighty five pound needs to to make that same throw.